This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hello! <laughs> that was the most radio presenter. I know, it sounded like Alan Partridge, didn't it? Uh, hello! Hello! How are you? Mm. I'm sipping on our coffee. I've got my uh, East London twat jar. That's it. She's got a yeah, twat jar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm running at a very low uh, faculty um, ability today because mm. I've had 30 seconds sleep. So, Oh dear, again. Oh, Laura. Oh, darling. What am I going to do with my... Oh with my Is life? it your delinquent children? It's a combination of two things. It's it, yeah, it's a combination of those two things basically. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, my insomnia is so bad. It's so bad. While I don't wish to scare you, yes, I am very manifold. Yeah, yeah honestly, like I, yeah. I really and the the information that I have received, listened <laughs> to, and absorbed would tell me that. I will get on HRT and every other fucking cunt of a thing. Fucking estrogen gel, testosterone patch. I don't care if you got put it up my ass. Give it to me. I will get on it so much quicker. Give it to me. Give it to me. Because these women that I have sat and listened to at this menopause clinic, I'm like the only one that is not menopausal. And they're like, why are you here? And I'm like, because I must prepare. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's very important because it's not. We don't really know what we're heading into, do we? Oh, and I think oh, there's more information my now. God, like generally. I, for the next episode, if I remember, chances are I won't. I will try to get the booklet out that has the symptoms of like the perimenopause, the stuff that we don't even associate with. Because we all go, oh, it's because we're going to have the hot sweats and we're going to be yeah. moody. It isn't just that. Like one woman said, she was like, um, I know she's. Like, I know it sounds really weird. She said, but I just all of a sudden I could feel like my vagina, like all of a sudden. And she said it was like, I've had that problem since I was born, mate. That that happened to me on day one. What I mean is like you're walking down the road and you can almost feel like she was like, I thought I had a prolapse. She didn't. It was just because she was dry as a nun's chuff. Really? Is that what it was? Because of the dryness. Yeah. Yeah. But she said, I didn't associate, like I didn't think I was dry. She said, it wasn't that like I, you know, that she was dry up the hole. It was just generally speaking, she started oestrogen. Yeah, Boom. back in the saddle, and I'm telling you now, back in the moist zone, back back in the moist zone. Yeah, I'm telling you now, I want some testosterone now. I don't want to wait for it. Sounds yeah. great. There have <clears> been women um... that said they literally they scare their husbands now. I'm like, I want to scare Steve. Oh, that's it. I'm a thing. I think you're doing that quite successfully, aren't you? <laughs> I've not had sex since the kids went on summer holidays, mate. Oh, wow. That's such a long spell for you. That's not for me. I, I thought you were going to be like, oh, wow, Laura. That's nothing. That's I'm not nothing. Th- Although yeah, that I, is, I, I, am, I haven't um, had the mental capacity. No, I am uh, pleased to announce that I did have sex that weekend. Mm. I know. Oh, my goodness me. What the hell? 
He, he didn't even have to take you away. <laughs> he didn't even go. We had sex in our own home. Can you imagine? Can you on imagine? Your <laughs> on your bed? On the bed, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. It was Lovely. Great. Was it a good time? Oh my God, time? it was like the best sex that we've had in a really long time. Since February. Like, no, well, yeah, of course it's every, no, but it was better than the one in February. And should I tell you why? Why? Because I was sober. Oh. Yes. Makes a big yeah. difference, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Because that was the other thing for us, because when we, we have sex so regularly, I'm hoping that will change at some point. I mean, the the, the, the sleep situation is not helping, but um, look at my French. <laughs> I feel like that's a reflection of my... Mate, I can't say mine's much better. (laughs) Um, It's a reflection of my mental state. (laughs) Fucking it. It was... uh, A beautiful, beautiful tender moment. It was lovely. Yeah, it was great. No, it wasn't beautiful tender. It was quite dirty. It was great. Was it? That's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. He listened. I can't can't actually remember the last time that Steve and I, that we had sweet, tender sex. I don't really like it. I don't rate it. I said to him... I literally said to him, can you not look at me like you love me? Can you just look at me like you want to fuck me? Can you look at me like I'm a dirty whore? Well, like, yeah, like you actually want to have sex with me rather than like, oh my God, you're the most amazing woman. I don't care. I know no. that, mate. We're married. I know yeah. that. Just I know I'm the best don't... thing that ever fucking happened to yeah. you. Yeah. So just treat me like a hoe. That's all I ask for. I like to be treated like a hoe. Yeah. It's great. Isn't it weird? You know, it's funny though. And I mean, this I wonder is... how many this other people, is... like, do you think the queen ever liked being treated like a hoe? Oh, I don't know if she had sex. Or, or she was totally debauched and it was outrageously filthy. Who knows? Do you think? Yeah. Never I think sometimes that. when you're outwardly really quite uptight and in control, then you like to go the opposite way in the bedroom. Well, that's definitely her then. Yeah, true. Exactly. So maybe I she's like Kate, a dominatrix. I bet Kate me. is fucking... Yeah, she... <laughs> Laura just did the fist up the bum side. I did the fist. <laughs> I bet she loves a fist in. Up the bum? Jesus Christ, a fist up the arse, no. Fist well, up I the mean, vagina. For, Come on. What, she likes getting fisted or that she fists yeah. William. I, I, what, what do you think? Willie. I think the other way around. Do you think she pegs him? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I could see I that. I think so. I could see that too. Yes, yeah, so we had sweet, we had a great time. Um, you had raunchy, fucking filthy dirty sex oh it's amazing um obviously my family was like what is happening oh (laughs) she went into shock mode afterwards yeah do you remember some like td some (laughs) post-traumatic sex disorder no it should be post-traumatic pussy disorder yeah it was like all felt well swollen and tender because you know it's like an alien fat alien object (laughs) i love that your vagina gets so swollen I oh, know she's very sensitive, isn't she, to life? She's like you should me. Google that. Uh, it's just because I don't have sex often. Is that what it is? Yeah, because it is like it just doesn't know what's going on. It's just a bit. It goes into shock syndrome. I think the more I have sex, mine that... will probably do that. No, it's not. Then whatever. Like, six sex. weeks. Fucking try six months, mate, and then maybe I'll do it. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> I bet it does. Um, what was I going to say? Know, about can it? I just say though, since the since the feeling of vagina comment in the yeah. perimenopause group, because obviously, let's remember, this is me. So obviously, I I worry about having food poisoning. You know, I worry about everything. I now believe I can feel my vagina all the time. Um, I can feel my vagina all the time, but uh, it's just it's not like it's like doing a monologue to me or anything. It's just I'm aware it's there because I can sort of have some sense of awareness of every part of my body. <laughs> 
I don't think it's that abnormal to fill your vagina. Oh, but I, you know, I I have to say in celebration, I I must be kind of going through some type of like um, sympathetic fusion of knowing your feelings because I too am suffering a wee bit with insomnia at the moment. Oh, it's the I'm worst. I'm to drug myself to sleep, and even then, I'm waking up on the same. So that's it. So that's it. So I I don't really have too much issue falling asleep when I go to bed. That bit's mm-hmm. okay. It's then that I wake up and it's always the same time, like around 2.33. Oh my God, mine's three. Always wake up. And yeah. weirdly, it's when the kids generally wake up as well. But I, if they haven't woken up, which is rare, <laughs> I wake up. But then for me, it's getting back to sleep at that point And the anxiety is just off the chart and like the racing thoughts. Yeah. And just, oh God, like I... I can't quiet them down, you know. It's like yeah, because they're so intense. And then, so like, intense. for me, I think to myself, "This is it now. I may as well just fucking get up." Exactly. That is it. So I had one night last week that was just the probably one of the worst nights ever, and uh, we'd had a child wake I'm up. Amazed, at like, I, I find it insane that you are currently going through the most existential point of existence with insomnia, and that be the time you choose to have sex with your husband. I know, but I it, it was, but we did it like you know, early. <laughs> Why am I not surprised by that? Pretty we much did put it the kids to bed, nice and, and then Rob was like, "Oh, do you want to go and watch some TV?" And I said, "No. Why don't you come in here? I want you to fill my hole." And then, then it was really awkward because I don't know how to initiate sex anymore because it's been such a long time, and neither does he. So it was really awkward, but we had like a massive conversation about it, and just. Uh, then I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. I don't think we're going to have sex now. We're just going to have a chat about it and work on, you know, getting back the intimacy. And then before I knew it, is uh, Willie was up my arm inch. So, you know, <laughs> went, went pretty well, actually. It was a good chat. It was a really successful chat. Sorry, I'm more integrated into my coffee than I am. Um, I can't sit my eye because it's really hurting. Uh, yeah, so that night was just hell. So I had a, like a kid wake up at two. She was awake for half an hour. I didn't go back to sleep. And then another kid wake up at four. And I just think about sleep. And then at six o'clock, Rob started waking up for work. He was snoring next to me. And then he woke up for work just as I was like starting to feel like maybe I would have at least half an hour sleep for the night. And then he woke up and I just broke down and was crying hysterically. And um, yeah, felt really, really terrible. So that was fun. Um, That was a combination of the insomnia and my children. It's fucking intense though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and well, then I had to I look after up... Edith that day because she her school thing has been mental. There's been a lot of stress. Let's just say it's high levels of anxiety around here. Um, Toby was up at five on Saturday. <laughs> yes. And then I, I got up at five with him. I actually sent you a picture of Simpson use it on social media. I sent a picture of Toby looked like a child from the NSPCC ad because through the crack of my door, you could just see this bare back because it's so hot, he's literally sleeping in shorts. Yeah. Sat cross-legged, just stroking the dog in the hallway. (laughs) And I just, I took a picture of it and I just thought, yeah, that's it, I'm getting up for the day. Because half five, it's like, if it was quarter to seven, I'd be like, go downstairs, put the telly on, I'll be down. But half five, I mean, what the fuck are you, you know, you can't leave him for fucking... Six hours or I mean or yeah, you know, until you've wait and I thought, no, it's fine. Came downstairs, I opened the door and I realized it was still dark outside. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. But because it's been so hot, I went outside. This this is it. You I'm gonna romance you for a minute. I went outside into the darkness. I lit a candle 
You lit a candle. Yeah, it was you know it was citronella one, so the mosquitoes. Oh, okay, right. Uh, and then I got a coffee. <laughs> that really changes the tone, actually. <laughs> but I still lit a candle, uh, and I uh, sat out there with a croissant and a coffee, and I watched the sun come up. Oh, that's nice. I don't want to do it again. No, ever. I'm done. That's it. Once yeah. in a lifetime is enough. And do you want to know what? Much. Then uh, so Saturday night into Sunday, I stayed at my parents' house, so I wasn't here. Do you want to know what times uh, Toby woke up on Sunday? Nine o'clock. Steve, don't eight tell me. o'clock. A fucking that is outrageous, isn't it? Do you want know to tell me I was up? I was up at seven a.m. Really? Oh god. So my my lay-ins were five a.m. and seven a.m. on Saturday. You know, you're like, uh, and uh, sh- fuck. So this I is wake the thing up with, with the kids. Um, oh, that's how I feel. I just feel so knackered. Last night I had a shit. Like I say, my insomnia was really bad last night. Edith was in my bed. Rob has been sleeping in Oliver's bed. Edith keeps coming into my bed. I'm just sick of it. I need it to change. Yeah. Like this can't go on. Someone said on no. Instagram, as a um, if the kids want to come in with you, then you can say to them, you can sleep in here, but you have to sleep on the floor on your duvet. So I'm going to try it and <laughs> see how that goes. And say so either you can sleep on the floor and you do, mate, or you go back to your own bed. Those are the options. Because I've I guess, run out yeah, of ideas now, options, mate. Yeah, and also I guess it's it's cutting that continue. I'm not fucking hell. You know me. I'm always terrified of of hurting my or you know, upsetting my kids. I'm such well, a they're fucking little, They'll be all right. Know, if they've got a duvet, fun. they can sleep. There's a carpet in there. They can just sleep on that. Fucking at the end of the bed, like two little Victorian paupers. Something's yeah. got to change, mate. I'm not, Something I can't. Else, yeah. And also, like, it, it comes back down to that whole oxygen mask thing, doesn't it? It's like when you start feeling the fact that your oxygen mask isn't on, which yeah. yours isn't at the moment, you have to start going, right, okay, what what can I do to change this? Because at the end of the day, my children need me to be at my best. And right now I'm not at my best, so how can I change that? You've gone through a lot. You've lost your dad. You've got you've got a lot of you've got a lot of shit going on, you know, man? Yeah. And I think, uh, what's going on with my hair? Like, I, think, um, I feel like both of us, our hair's just playing up. It is. It's the reflection of the mental state that we're both in. Well, my hair definitely looks a lot better than my mental state right now. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, my hair is my hair is deceiving. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, you God. know, I think like, let's celebrate the fact that actually sometimes we do just have to put ourselves first. Because otherwise, what's the option, right? They're not, I don't, I, I, I did cry it out with Oliver when he was baby. It worked. We all know my history of Edith and sleep. Yeah. It never, ever worked. It was no. made the situation so much better. They're Mate, too old with, now to do anything like same that. Same with Toby. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't do, I wouldn't want to do it anyway, but no. you know, any form of sleep training, like they're seven, nearly seven and four. I don't really know what else yeah. I can do now other than just <laughs> settle them to sleep on the floor. I mean, if I can give you any form of um, uh, hope is, you know, Elliot's now 12 and we talk a lot. Yeah. Sounds wanky. It sounds like we're like really connected as, you know, mother and child. It, he's, he is a typical 12 year old. He thinks I'm a massive cunt. He's massively embarrassed by the fact that people stop and ask me for pictures. He actually said the other day, he's like, you're the most embarrassing parent ever. And I, I was think like, if, why? You, if they don't think that you're embarrassing, then there's something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah, our because job to I honestly, be I honestly thought Steve would have taken that one and I would have been like riding in the back of the car. Like, yeah, that's right, man. I'm the cool one. Uh-uh. I am the uncoolest fucking parent known to man. Yeah. So anyway, but, but like I am able to sit and chat with him and he will, he's pretty good at communication, to be fair. He will openly communicate that he feels anxious or whatever. 
And we've, I've now, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's taken a long fucking time, but I've actually got him to start listening to what I'm saying. You know, like I'm not actually full of shit and I do know what I'm talking about. Um, and yeah, I think that that, that when it, it, you know, then he's not able to sleep because of anxiety or, or whatever. Yeah, that's definitely all about. It's not just rationalize that conversation. Yeah, we do. We do talk about. We do the little worry thing at the end of the day where he talks about his worries and. Oh mate, we got, we were so so shit at that. Yeah, it was the fucking worry monster. The amount of times Toby wake up and he'd be like. <laughs> My worries. <laughs> we were like, ah, oh, maybe it's because your worry's still there. And it was like, hang on a minute. We That's not helpful. This, this is actually fucking our child up more. We, we don't use the worry monster. We just literally just put it in the bin. Just, he just tears it up and puts it in the bin. That's it. Done. He does it. Um, yeah, we do, we do do that. But it's just the, uh, for him, he, he tends to wake up. And then if he wakes up at four, he won't go back to sleep. He'll just be up for the day. And that's like, but it's really hard, isn't it? As well, because genetically, my mum is a terrible sleeper. She's always been a really bad sleeper. I'm a terrible, I've been a terrible sleeper since I was a kid, but it was different back then. Like if there's absolutely no fucking chance in hell that I would have ever gone and got my parents or tried to get into the bed because it was not allowed. Like that would just, and I, don't, I also my don't. My dad was the one I'd go to. So I'd like be like, daddy, daddy. And he was always the one that got up throughout the night. The only way I was allowed is if I was sick. Like, yeah. as if I was actually ill, then I could be. If for any other reason, no way. But I, I don't want my kids to not feel like they can't come in. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's finding that balance between, yeah, kind of like, yes, you can come and get me whenever you need me, but equally... Don't fucking wake fuck me up. Off. Yeah, which I, well, I do kind of feel like the floor situation is quite a option. <laughs> well, I guess it's because it's giving an option, isn't it? Yeah, it's not you're like saying, you're going, sleep on the floor. No, not at you all. Know, you're you're saying, going, well, no, that's okay, but, you know, this is mine and daddy's bed, so you can sleep here if you like. Yeah, I have got a little um, mattress topper. I might just stick that on the floor. Yeah, And that's then fine. say, if you want to sleep on that. And you know what, that. my friend's son, who has sort of, uh, you know, he's, uh, he has lots of... Um, He's autistic. I don't know why I was like trying to beat around the bush of trying to use a different word for it. He's autistic and he has attachment issues. And there was a long period of time where he would sleep on. Um, it wasn't a mattress. It was like a topper next to their bed. And he would go there every night. Now he is in his own room. Um, yeah. He's obviously older, but yeah, you know. Uh, let that be hope for you. Oh, it did yeah, work. I don't. I, I don't do, mind I, if they come and sleep on the floor here. I don't mind yeah, that just because don't they don't sleep disturb with you. me. And listen, yeah. don't even wake me up. Just come in and go there if you need to go there. But yeah, just but then that's a new routine that you can get yourself into, isn't it? Of like, come yeah. in, lay down, shut the fuck up, go to sleep. Don't disturb yeah. me. And if you don't like it, go back to your own bed. If you don't like it, tough fucking shit. You oh, what of mercy! I'm so um, sorry, but I am going to Manchester next weekend. Oh, of course. I'm so glad I'm not club. going. And um, I'm, I'm mainly it, looking forward to it because I've got two nights in a hotel room on my own. I can't wait. I'm, I'm so looking forward to the sleep, mate. Do you know what I did do at the weekend? I booked a holiday to Egypt. I oh, yes, you did. Yes, sir. In 50 days' time. Uh, <laughs> Miss, I'm not impulsive. No, I'm not impulsive. <laughs> They're normally, like, what it normally gives me, I've got the red light, the amber light, and the green light. The red light is when Steve's like, Laura, if you do that, like get another animal, I'm divorcing you. That's my red light. My amber light is when he's like, mm, I'm not sure. So I then think he won't be mad. It's fine. I'll do it. But when he is actually into the idea, 
well, yeah. fuck me. It's all guns blazing. I'm I'm full steam ahead. So wait, what are you doing? You've got a week in a... All-inclusive. All inclusive. Nice. I've ne- we, I, we don't do that normally. We are the type of people that we go on holiday and we like just travel around. I'm cooking, whatever. And I said to Steve, I was like, I actually just want to go somewhere where I don't have after. to fucking yeah. do anything. Exactly. And, you know, I'm not, there's no denying the fact we have huge luxuries for being able to do it. So I'm not like, oh, everybody should be able to do it. Everybody should be able to do it. But the reality is, obviously, you need fucking money. Um, but you know, obviously I've been quite open on this podcast about my dad and, you know, I've not hidden about the fact that my dad has mixed dementia, um, on my grid. And it's been a big eye opener for me to realize actually life is short and it's precious and you don't know how long you've got. And, uh, yeah, I want to be able to kind of make the most of it as best I possibly can for as long as I've got it for. Um, and I think that when you go through losing someone, I've not lost him, but you know, it's, it's well, a fucking cruel process. It's a, it's a, yeah, it is a, it's definitely loss, isn't it? But it's in yeah. a different way. Yeah, and- it's what, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I, I've, it's made me go, let's go and see the world. <laughs> so our children are riding off the, the benefit of my midlife crisis, basically, oh. at the moment. Really. Oh, good for you, mate. You fucking deserve it. It'll be lovely. I've got a uh, yeah follow up about the old herpes. I actually, oh, had is is he is he enough for herpes? Is he, is he enough? Good? Yeah, is he good no, enough what for was herpes? It? Yeah, is he worth is he herpes? Good, is he worth herpes? That was it. I knew there was a better tagline than that. <laughs> um, so we've had quite a few emails about this actually from Ooh. people that do have herpes themselves. Uh, I'm just re- I just selected one of them. Um, yeah, because you know. There's there's quite a few, so but they're all saying the same thing. So it's a very positive message. Yeah, oh, good, good. Well, it, let's anyone? hope that let, is it worth it. Her piece is listening. Yes, let's hope so. So hello there, you beautiful, brilliant slags. Love your podcast and listening every week to help me get through the boring menial jobs that come with adulting. Uh, I just wanted to get hey, in touch. Mate, you just fucking full on blurred your words then. Did oh, you no, have I a did. stroke? I was saying it really fast. I, uh, then I was like, I was trying to speed read and thought, actually, I don't need any of this. Right. <laughs> Forgetting the fact that you're actually recording a podcast. I just wanted to get in touch following the agony aunt about the herpes in the herpes in the last episode. Hopefully I can shed some light on things for the person who wrote in. I contracted herpes from an ex-partner a few years ago and was absolutely gutted initially. Herpes can't be tested for, that's what we were saying, isn't it? Oh. unless it's active. For that I'm or that I'm aware of. It's only diagnosed when it presents with visible symptoms. When we broke up and I started dating again, I had to explain to potential partners about having it and not everyone was accepting of this. It's a very difficult conversation, isn't it? Yeah. And like she says here, there is still a huge stigma around SCIs like herpes because it stays with you for life. But actually yeah. the condition is really common. One in five people have it. Oh, wow. That's wow, really that's high. Really high. Whether oral, which is cold sores, or genital, that's not to say that the original poster shouldn't be mindful of the risks of contracting it themselves, but using condoms and not having sex if their partner is having a breakout helps to minimise this. Uh, It's passed by skin-to-skin contact, usually when blisters are present. Ah, okay. So if you aren't actually presenting, then you're not going to get it. if you haven't got symptoms, you're not going to get it. Oh, okay. Um, you are absolutely right when you say that some people can carry the virus but not show symptoms. If you do start to have symptoms, however, breakouts are easily treated and the time between breakouts becomes less and less. I've not had one for two or three years now. 
You can usually tell when you're going to have one too, as your skin might be sensitive in certain areas. And if you start taking treatment when that happens, you can often avoid a full breakout altogether. I guess my best advice would be to look past the STI and see the person behind it. Yeah, The person you're seeing ticks all your boxes and has been honest and brave enough to tell you they are fully aware that they risk losing you to that knee-jerk reaction that tells you to run. Some people can be really hurtful in their judgment, even if they don't mean to be or are just plain ignorant. I once dated someone who seemed okay to sleep with me until things started to get serious and then they told me I was just too much of a risk to continue seeing. Oh, yeah, whatever, mate. That's like... What a cunt. That's a get-out card. Don't let anyone reduce your self-worth over a manageable and, at best, irritating condition. It really isn't the end of your world if you do contract it. After that dating experience, I went on to meet a wonderful man who accepted the risks and we used condoms for the first year or so of our relationship. Eventually, we took the plunge and had unprotected sex. And to date, he's never had any symptoms at all to speak of. There you go, then. There you go. I didn't realise that. So it is literally just don't have sex. And it's the same with like, I suppose don't let anyone go down on you if they've got a cold sore because... Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. kiss them. You You wouldn't kiss them, would you? No. And I guess, you know, that's how you would contract it anyway. Everyone is so different, and I know you can't predict or guarantee that your body won't show symptoms, but don't let a good person go over something like herpes. But also, because at the end of the day, if she could just sleep with the next guy, he have it and he give it to her, and he never fucking told her he had it. Exactly. So especially one in guy. five of people have got it. That's really yeah, hard. Yeah, that's mad. That's like... Well, me, me, or, me or you could have it without yeah. realising. Oh, great. I've... Isn't new fear unlocked? Laura's got herpes. The longer I've lived with it... <laughs> And the more I've learned about it, the more I've realised that it's really complicated. That's all. What are you laughing at? You, that's just <laughs> your health anxiety is so so um, present, isn't it? In August what? of this year, I married the guy. Run and tomorrow we fly out for our honeymoon. Oh, Aww, that's, that's amazing! Sweet. Congratulations. Take time and practice safe sex if you want to see where it goes with your date. Be kind and open in discussing things, and they should understand your initial apprehension. Unless they're a cunt, of course. She never yeah, wrote that. Obviously. I said that. You may even find that after some time, you decide they're the one and throw caution to the wind, or marry the guy like I did. Best of luck, and I hope I've alleviated some of your fears. No need to keep me anonymous. I spent too long being ashamed, and life's too bloody short. From Herpes Sadie. Hey, Herpes Sadie. Oh, how lovely. Um, so there you go. You can have herpes and live with it, and it not be a big deal. So let's just destigmatize STI. One in five, mate. Once you. Have it. Yeah. Um, Not even no. No, exactly. And you can't test for it unless you start getting blisters. So basically, do not go down on someone if you have a cold sore. No. That's obviously not even remotely the moral of this story, but instantly that's what I've taken from. You know what? I've just it's just brought back a memory though of an ex-boyfriend who used to get cold sores. And he had a really bad one and like really wanted to go down there. I was like, I, I think I'll perish, please. Oh my god, that's, that's really mad, awkward. isn't it? You know, and you're like, no. I was like, have you seen your actual face, mate? Jesus, no. Wet. Yeah, and like kept trying to like kiss me and stuff. I was like, no way, that is highly contagious. Get it away from me. Absolutely, though, because you know, you I took precautions. Yeah, it's like you can kiss me for a not, plastic bag if you really want to. You're not the one in five. No, I'm not the one in five, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Victoria, I have got a bit of a cheeky one. Bit of a cheeky one. Bit of a cheeky story. Okie dokie. I was staying at a friend's house, the location of which I won't share for confidentiality reasons. How random. 
like you'll share the story but you won't share the location no. what if it was in what if it was in Tunbridge Wells like what we're gonna know <laughs> oh I know this story uh, we shared a bed nothing weird there pretty common occurrence she's a good pal I had a sex dream about a female friend. I am a heterosexual and have never been attracted to her in any way, so I can't explain it. But hey, it happened. And I will forever feel like we've had the most amazing sexual experience ever. I woke up to find a pillow between my friend and I. And I all of a sudden had a realization as I was coming to in the morning that I had been masturbating in my sleep. (laughs) Oh, my God, the horror. We never spoke of it and never will. I will never not feel like I violated her space. And I'm sure she feels the other, she feels it the other way around. I had always been very sure that this happened, but it was confirmed to me when I got into a relationship with my now partner. Not long after the incident, he told me multiple times after having a sexy dream, I'd been wanking in my sleep. <laughs> She's oh, a dream wanker. Absolutely fantastic. She's a dream wanker. Oh my God. I mean, I've definitely, <clears throat> we've talked about having. I've had sex dreams, but I've never yeah, sex wanked. I've never sex wanked. So. I've never dream wanked. No, sex wanked. I sex wank all the time. I sex wank um, a lot. I, yeah, I don't think I've actually touched, touched myself whilst dreaming, but mm. I've had orgasms in my sleep. I'm sure we talked about this before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, actually. But that was something that only happened post-kids. That never really happened to me before. No, I remember it happened to me as a teen. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's happened a lot to me. Okay, so let's just just paint the scene here. You and me. (laughs) Well, the thing is, the difference is you and I would say something. I'd be like, Vic... Do you know I what you did last They night? say you should never disturb someone in a sleep trance. Like if they're sleeping. No, but the following place. morning. Okay. Yeah. I'd be like, mate, you've just crossed the line. You'd wake up and I would be sat there with a cup of tea, yeah. just staring at you in yeah. a sort of a very non-judgmental way, actually, because there's no shame here, is there? But well, I would be laughing. I would be laughing a lot. Would you have to do the pillow action? Well, I mean, how is a pillow preventing a barrier from someone wanking? I, I think, in my from my perspective, I would probably very gently get up and remove myself from the room. I'd feel like it was something I shouldn't be part of. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't even like my animals in the room. So no, no I do I the pillow when the kids come into the bed. Um, yeah, so but you not know, to wank. Not <laughs> wanking. I'm not sure that's going to work. I, like you, I think I would probably. You'd be a bit like, what are you doing? I'd definitely be like, are you all right? Is something, are you having, are you a, having stroke? a stroke? <laughs> oh, no, you're just stroking your clit. Okay, yeah. great. Oh, my God. I, and what just... kind of wank are we talking about? Are we talking about a two-handed fud or is it one-handed? A, a two-handed fud? Yeah, you sud yourself off, don't you? That's what it's... That's... I have never heard of that in my life. It's a two-handed thud. <laughs> Like one inside and one on the bean. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was imagining like a thudding. I was like, I don't, I can't. Are you on about fisting yourself? Are we back to there? Are we talking about <laughs> Kate Middleton fucking fisting Harry? Uh, not Harry, that, that, would, that would be worse. That would, yeah. that would be uh, William. Um, I don't, uh, obviously she didn't share whether it was a two-handed thud. What did you call it? A two-fisted thud. Oh, <laughs> I can't get my head around that one. <laughs> Oh um, my god! What would the conversation be in the morning then? It would. It would. There'd be a lot of laughter involved. There'd be there? so much laughter. Can you yeah. imagine? Like I wouldn't even be able to get the words out. No, I had a I had a friend once who uh, took a lot of drugs at a party once, 
Um, and uh, I wasn't there to witness it, but it was a good old story. And um, <laughs> she basically started masturbating in the middle of the party because she oh. was off her face. <laughs> <laughs> and her friend was like, Ecstasy will do that, that to you. That. It wasn't ecstasy, it was ketamine. It was like, Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> and she like pulled her trousers down and everything and was just going for it. No. Oh my god, that's absolutely brilliant. Could you imagine? That's so good. No. Mortified. That's worse. I think actually sharing a bed with a mate and having it out versus in front of a room full of people that will definitely remember. That's like the turd baguette, isn't it? It is, yeah. You can't. It's like, yeah, there's no coming back from that one. You'd want right. to never see any of that. Any I wonder of if that friend again. is still a friend or whether they've they're a bit distant now. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't wig me out. It wouldn't, no, it wouldn't. It would. I think it would just. I all I'd think of is I can't wait to record the podcast. <laughs> so you can say record it. Would you start filming it? No, I would <laughs> no, have to not. get up. I would have to get up. No one. And you know, evidence. I do wonder whether I'd be like, oh, I just couldn't sleep last night. You know, if it were you, I think I'd. I'd probably be like Vic. What the fuck? Yeah, I would immediately say or is that. It, I think it depends on your friend, doesn't it? Yeah. Because if your friend was a bit like. You know, not I mean, all of my friends, <clears throat> the ones that I'd be sharing a bed with that were that intimate with each other, like as in, you know, if, on a friendship level, I would laugh hilariously, hysterically at any of them doing that. But I, there's one one of them that I couldn't really imagine them doing it because she's so lovely and like just. I know this is what I, this is what I think about my friend. Is I just I can't even imagine her masturbating. Do you know what I mean? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine what she does in sex like, no it's, it's just I imagine it's things... just lots of caresses and strikes yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's the gentle it's not the treat me like a dirty whore <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can't imagine not wanting to be treated like a dirty whore yeah no, but I think that's a very common um desire for women from yeah. from speaking to my rebel mum's club girls uh loads of them are like that yeah they, they and i think that. i don't know do men want to do gentle caressing sex maybe some do yeah i don't know i think i honestly think if i told steve to put it in a washing machine he'd do it like he, I know, he, but yeah you know he th- that's the thing with steve if i said gentle he'd do gentle if i said rough he'd do rough because he's like i don't care i'm putting in a hole yeah i i will perform i will where, perform i will get an erection while you drive the car <laughs> Well, you put your seatbelt on. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Oh, I know, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that it's is a good, a good one. Do you know what? And that's because we've asked for the more in-depth stories and that's what we want. Yeah. These are the sort of gems that don't, we need, aren't they? Don't don't tell us about the fact you stole a bush from a neighbour's garden. We want to know about that time when you interrogated a bush that you made them... That you masturbated in a bush and made your friend watch. That's what we exactly. want to hear about. <laughs> no, that's a much better analogy than mine. I was trying to go down the route of, you know, the innocu- <laughs> innocuous bush and it didn't work out. It didn't work out how I'd hoped. Oh, my Lord, this woman is going to put your ganj gash to oh. shame. Oh, yeah. Hello. Come on. Let's do it. You're almost toxic socks. In- toxic socks. <laughs> toxic socks. I've got toxic really toxic socks. socks. <laughs> Don't get into a relationship with them, they'll totally gaslight you. Right, okay. Oh dear. Listening to Gunge Gash with Vic. Forgetting her tampon for a day. I can do better. Sorry, Laura. Brace yourself. Here we oh, go. God. I was having a session with my fuck buddy. He was going to town with his tongue. Came up for air and asked me to take my tampon out. Tampon? <laughs> tampon. 
I don't have a tampon in. My period was two weeks ago. Oh, no. But shockingly, he was right. There was a tampon lurking away in a mini panic. He was just keen to keep on going. I had no idea how it was lurking in there for so long without me even getting sick and nothing felt wrong like uh, like the girl like the girl in the yeah, other story. Girl, yeah. No idea how long it would have stayed in there for if he hadn't have gone down and I'd gone for a sneaky hookup. Jesus. It's so easily done. I forget my kid's name. So, you know, it's, I feel like it's easily done. I use my moon done. cup. So obviously, oh, yeah. because I have horrific transference of anything that happens to other people, I'm terrified it happening to me. Yeah. I had my period after our podcast. And two days after my period, I was like, oh my God, is my moon cup out? Even though it was quite clearly in the fucking bag on the side. Yeah. I, by the way, can I just do a massive shout out for Dame? D-A-M-E. Period products. They're fucking oh, yeah. amazing. And then Is that the where period, your period cup's from? That's where my period cup's from. But it's self-sanitizing, so you don't have to fucking boil it. How the hell is it self-sanitizing? I don't know, but you don't have to do it. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? I know. What's it made of? Plastic. I don't know. Oh. The tears of small children. I'll have to look into that, because, I mean, it's not a ball ache, but I just generally don't plan it. I only have to no. boil it for a bit, but... I know, but it's still Either a pain way, in the arse. Like, still... Oh, mummy, what's that? Pasta? No, it's my moon cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that shape of pasta, mummy. It's a little mole's hat. <laughs> Mine's green. My, I, my, my one's green. Mine's black. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know why I bought but them. Yeah, I I've, I've fucking massively rate it. They've got Ooh. a small moon cup and I like how basically what they say is if you are under 30 and haven't had children and then they've got their You've large got moon cup, snatch. which is me. Yeah. Yeah, and then extra large. And then no, there's no extra large. There's just well, large. I need extra large, mate. I can fit a tampon and a moon cup up there. They have got one that's that. Well, you have to fit it all in. To be fair, two I'll double fucking... fud it. Who will double fud it? Right, and on that note, I think we can round up now. This, 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 this. I've still got a kid at home. I know, but I feel. I know, but I feel like we haven't even fucking addressed that. I'm just so pleased she didn't die of toxic song. Yeah, at the moment, luckily I've got an, my mate around the corner who's little girl, same yeah. age, both of them going in reception, so she's off too. So we're taking it in turns today. We're doing some joint mumming. She's got yeah. them now, and then I'm having them this afternoon. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I still have a child until the fucking 19th, 19th. of fucking September. Well, it's the 11th, so you've got one week, mate. I oh, know, that's week. what I was thinking. It, you yeah, can fucking I, do it, mum. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I've pulled in my old mum. My mum's coming to help as well. She's oh, coming tomorrow on Wednesday. Good old Trish. She hasn't put any shifts in recently because my dad's been dying, isn't it? So I'm like, come on, well, Trish. You know, you she's selfish. Few. Come on, Trish. Where have you been, mate? <laughs> I know you've been caring for your dead dad, but what about my social life? <laughs> You're ruining me, man. Okay, let's round up. Okay, so if it. you want to send your stories, where do they send them to, Victoria? Please, please send us your it's any stories, anything, anything embarrassing, a secret, something that's happening in your relationship, an agony out, whatever you want to fucking send us, man, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? You can ask us questions around herpes uh, oh, yes. and, and all other business at our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast. Slide on into our DMs. It will all be anonymous, as you know. 
I am choosing to avoid the confessions box because it's just a bit piss poor. Stories yeah, we, are not we juicy want enough. Juicy. We want longer stories. And you Give know what? The juice, the dirt. We asked and they fucking delivered, did they not? We've had they loads did, so and keep, loads keep of messages coming in. So keep going. Like, you you know what we like, so fucking give it to us, And also, yeah, I think actually now, our show isn't that far away, right? No, mate, So it's we not. want some fucking corkers for the show. So yeah. I think we all need to really dig deep and find your... <laughs> You find dirty your dirty, secret. The dirtiest. Especially if you're coming you know, like, to the show, because we will yeah. read it out when you're there. Please. And don't like also those. just think about like the most hideous thing you've ever done. And you're like, fucking hell, if anybody knew that, just tell us. Yeah. Because it ain't going anywhere, but here, but Jesus Christ, it brings great entertainment. It does, and so much joy to so all much of the slags listening. So just do including it. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Including that dirty slag that got dick yesterday. Way with hey. a big fat swollen pufferfish minge. Yay! <laughs> I can feel my vagina right now. I'm concerned. Oh, I mate, think I need I to go home and check. Go home and check. I am. <laughs> oh dear alright then we'll see you next week Snags yeah see you next Tuesday bitches